shit I be talking about. Yeah. Half rapping ass motherfuckers. You think it's a game? You think it's a fucking game? Come on. Come on. What y'all really Listening to Chocks and Dogs. What's up, D? Yo, yo, what's up, man? Couple weeks off, vacation. Don't you like this job? <laughs> Two weeks off, man. F- full pay. Full pay. Benefits. You're right. I, I'm on paternity leave. I got paternity uh, pay, did I? You took like three days off for having a kid. <laughs> yeah, I know. What's going on there? Right. I we don't gotta, know. We, we got to bring her up, right? When when the show when it's your show, you can do whatever you want. You come and go as you leave. We yeah. Can, we can do this at five in the morning if you want. Yeah, 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 maybe. I'll be at the gym though. Right, right. Getting my little sweat on. Today so, it's um, it's Thursday, yeah. May twenty eighth. May twenty eighth. Hawks won Hawks last night. Big win. That's the big one, right? But then, not to be outdone, the Bulls had to trump that big game six win by the Blackhawks by firing their coach today. The winningest coach since Phil Jackson. Thibodeau gone. Yeah, what's up with that, dude? What what, what are your uh, thoughts? So, y- Listen to the press conference today from Gar and Pax. Trust issues. Heard it was terrible. Uh, both of them said, you know, they, they, they needed someone that they could have in the organization that they can communicate with well. Uh, trust. And I think there was a breakdown, oh man, maybe a year into it. He, he was there for five years. So that minute restriction thing with Rose and uh, Noah supposedly they went into his office this before the year this year and they had all the medical guys in and Tibbs and all the doctors, like I said, and guard packs and they just basically laid out, Hey, this is what we want. This is what we want you to do. This is how much they're going to be able to play. And Tibbs is nowhere the highway type of guy. It's his way or the highway. Yeah, what do you think about that? I mean, he's, he's old school. It's yeah. it's garbage. Yeah. You have to evolve. This ain't 1980. Yeah, these guys, you, you, they're bigger and faster and stronger than they were. They're putting more stress on their bodies. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a doctor, but I think if, if you have doctors telling you, like, this is, we, we've got $100 million locked up, in, locked up into this dude. I don't want to risk, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to risk that investment. On, on the off chance that, you know, he's going to get hurt. Yeah, and, and Dave, you, the past years, if you look at the Bulls going into the playoffs, they're always hurt. They wanted their guys healthy for the playoffs. What's so wrong about that? Yeah. Like, just just listen to them. And, and it, it, I think from what I'm hearing is there was no trust. Like, they, had, they, they couldn't trust him at all. They just couldn't trust him. No, no, they couldn't. And they told him what to do, and he didn't do it. They, I asked you to do Love one thing. That, I, I asked you to do one thing. Get up. Up. <laughs> get up. Derek. <laughs> you think he's yelled at him? Yes. Probably, he's, probably, he's probably at the Birdo Center right now after he got fired watching tape. Oh, um, my God. I, I, the way I look at it now is I'm, I'm not mad. I'm actually kind of happy they got rid of him. He's a great coach, but I'm I'm not I'm not mad. I I, I know for a fact they're going to go out and probably they're going to get Hoiberg, players coach, and and they got they still have some holes to fill in the roster. Yeah, it's 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 gonna it's gonna take maybe a year or two to to, but they should they should still be able to contend. I think the biggest problem was too, they knew they had Cleveland this year, they knew they could beat them, Paxson Gar. They, they, without without Kevin Love and Kyrie being hurt, up to one Dave in the series, yeah, up eleven points with thirteen minutes to go in the game. So they were up eleven with in the third quarter with one minute to go in the third quarter, and to go up three one on LeBron, and the Cavs haven't lost a game since the Bulls beat them twice. Yeah, I know, I know they it, had them. This this was the year to get them. It was absolutely crazy. It was. I, I can't believe that they that they that they lost. I mean, it it just seemed like they ran out of they ran out of steam. Maybe they were tired. Maybe they were a little hurt. 
Um, maybe a lot of things. I I don't know. Maybe maybe they just knew that that you had a lame duck coach that was going to be done. And what were they playing for? I mean, besides, I mean, I'm sure they were motivated to win. Derek obviously wanted to win. You were at the game where you hit the game where you hit the winning three pointer. Um, I don't know, man. I I don't know what, what you you watched it. What do you think? What do you think they ran out of gas? You think they quit? Did they quit on the coach? I don't know if they quit. Derek Rose in that last game, man. That I, last game they got blown out, like embarrassed, embarrassing blown out, embarrassingly. Yeah, they 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 didn't play well in that last game. I I don't know if they quit on him. My feeling is, I mean, I was at that game three when Rose hit it with my buddy Maddie Agnaroni, and that was the wildest game I've been at in a, probably a long time since the Jordan days. And you know, you go out and you win game three, you 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 think you'd you think you'd have them. I mean, you're you now you're up three one against Cleveland. Look what it, look what Atlanta looks like, right? What the Cleveland just to do Atlanta. You, the Bulls could have easily got not easily, but they picked. Could have got by, you know, Atlanta in, in, in the finals. And I think watching the press conference today and seeing uh, they look disgusted that they weren't in the finals. Yeah. You know, it's – it's and Thibodeau was the guy that they, – they, they don't like each other. Like, they get in a room and they just fight. They can't – they couldn't say – they couldn't figure it out. No, it, grown men in the in the same sandbox, right? Yeah, yeah, just, it's embarrassing, and man. they just couldn't do it. It's they, absolutely, I, it's a shame. It's a shame because now this is what you're going on your fourth coach now under John Paxson. Yeah, it's something something around there. Yeah, and and you're looking at Fred Hoiberg. Yeah, he's played yeah, in the I, NBA. He's a players' coach. I agree. I know. I agree. I mean, but t- he's, t- he screwed up my bracket. <laughs> <laughs> We're still talking about NCAA. You st- you got the Ohio State trail? Yeah, again? no, no, no. Yeah, right. he, he, yeah, yeah. Hoy- Hoiberg screwed up my bracket with uh, with Iowa State. But you look at Thibodeau never adjusted to anything too though in the playoffs. He runs the same. He never he never adjusted in 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 the when he was playing Cleveland. He never did a different. Uh, what's the right word? Like. Maybe move guys around. Maybe sub differently. Maybe just adjust. Play playoffs are all about adjustments, and he ran. I think it was someone was saying a lot of the players in the NBA say they basically yeah you know what's going to happen, but Thibodeau just ran the same thing over and over and over and over again. He just never adjusted. He said it's my way. We're going to win this way, and it's just you. Sometimes you can't. You have to evolve. Sometimes you have to. There's there's more than just defense. You have to score, isn't that the isn't isn't that what basketball is about? Yeah. Putting the ball in the basket. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I I don't know, man. I that's that's the way I feel, and I'm hoping that they just get it right. Yeah, I I thought for a while because there were rumors floating around that that um, the Bulls were just kind of sandbagging him so all the other coaching positions would fill up before they let him go. I heard. And that I didn't too. understand that because I, I think that. there was what nine million dollars he was due to get. Yeah, over the last he's he's got two more years left on his contract, so they they're either yeah. gonna they, well if he gets signed by I think another team they could defer some I think some of that money will come off. Uh, I'm sure he'll get scooped up. Uh, Orlando's still open. Pelicans are still open, I believe. Yeah, and uh, Denver's still open. He ain't gonna go to Denver, so he'll probably have those two. What if he goes to Cleveland? What if they can? What if Cleveland loses in the finals? They can uh, <laughs> flat, and he goes to, with LeBron. Boy, wouldn't that wouldn't that be something? That's just how it would work out, I think, wouldn't it? That's crazy, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, that's that's uh, ooh, that's a scary thought. It's a, it's yeah. I don't know. Is he gonna? He would probably just kill LeBron and just play him way too many minutes. I think LeBron's the type though that can handle that and tell Tibbs, "Hey, dude, let's relax. I can only go." You know, LeBron took two weeks off this, or what did he take, a week and a half off to go to back to Miami and, and just rest up right. this past year. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know, Tibbs. Tibbs is a great coach. You know, we're, we're, uh, we're chalks and dogs. We're powered by Joe's Pizza, joesonhiggins.com. We're talking bulls. Absolutely. The funniest thing, and this is the last thing I have on it, is the statement that Jerry Reinsdorf yeah, put out. Yeah, go ahead. You want to you read it? Yeah, well, or you have it. Or you, uh, yeah, I got, I got part of it. Just some right, clips re, of it. Re, but, go ahead, read it out. But uh, some things like um, the organization. He released a statement, but basically it said uh, the 
the organization has uh, succeeded in part of because of a willingness to participate in a free flow of information, and that internal discussions must not or must not be considered an invasion of turf, um, and must remain private. So I think uh, you know going public. Jeff Van Gundy had a, the the Bulls were pissed because Van Gundy on some big time. Uh, I don't know if you know. On his telecast, was they they think he was speaking for Tibbs, oh. on the telecast, and Yeesh. and what Tibbs was feeling, and Van Gundy kind of laid into the Bulls organization. You can't do that, no. And that's his guy, Van absolutely. Gundy. So, you know what? Yeah, jack that up. Hit the road, Tibbs. Hit the road, boy. Yeah. Go play somebody fifty minutes in a forty-eight minute game. I'm sure you'll find a way, dude. Yeah. He's, Bulls will be fine. I'm not worried. Be, yeah, I'm not worried. Yeah, he they'll won. be fine. You don't, hey Dave, you don't win NBA championships in the regular season. I'm sorry to say, it's true. Jimmy buckets led uh, the league in minutes two years in a row. Yeah, hit the road, Tibbs. Uh, uh, all right, man. What's no uh, championships? No, that's you know we'll get in some Bulls uh, today's guests. We're gonna have Sam Maniscalco at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter, former Division One basketball player, and then we're gonna finish off with uh tim doyle at tim doyle double zero he's at 120 sports uh former basketball player at northwestern university um huge guest i mean we're talking basketball huge guest yeah huge. and we'll get into some it's a big basketball day for sure yeah we're gonna have some, yeah and then we'll go uh so the hawks uh hawks won a big one this is what i'm most excited about because get into I've it, been, he's the I, hawks guy I've i'm not fo- i've been following this for now um you know keep staying up late with these guys one in the morning, triple overtimes. Um, it's just been crazy. This series against Anaheim, they've been getting knocked around. Um, they they look smaller. They look just. They look like they're taking a beating, but they're hanging in there. They're tough guys. This is a team that's been there before. Uh, they have the best player in hockey, and Jonathan Taves on the team. Um, he, he's the best in hockey. Oh, dude. over Ovechkin. Yeah. Dude, all around. Over Crosby? Way better. Yeah? You wouldn't take Kane over Taze? No. No? No. no. We had this argument before with uh, actually my my, uh, my wife and my son, we had this argument. And wife? Yeah. Oh, you're bringing up your wife on the show today? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. So we, we had this argument, uh, and actually, um, I think my kid said Kane, and, and I think you can make that argument, but not in these playoffs, at least. I mean, right now- Kane's re- Ridiculous. He is, but Taves hit two goals in the third period uh, in game five to tie it yeah. at the end. The one, one was ridiculous. One of them was behind the red line. <laughs> it was behind the line. It was like it was amazing that it went in. So two goals in the third period to tie it, only to lose 45 seconds into overtime. That was a killer. What do they do? They come back, and they win 5-2. to two. Yeah, 5-2 last night. Shaw had two. Yeah. So Hose had one. Think, and I think uh, Tay's got it going. I think Seab- did he had the first one or was Seabrook it Sod? Have, Seabrook have, who had the Sod first, had the Sod first had one. the first one. Sod had the first one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they're d- d- no, they're they're good, dude. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. They're good. It's so tough, everybody. Though. You, you got to go on the road over to the West Coast and 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 play. the Ducks are yeah. tough at home. I mean, you get two days off, but dude, I don't know that much about hockey, and I barely watch it. But those guys stand in front of the net. Like crazy. How does Crawford even see the puck? He doesn't. I, There's no be, way, it's, dude. It's the hardest it's gotta be the hardest position in sports to play. I would think, because your job all right, maybe not the whole game, but your job when they're on your end is to just have pucks get shot at you. And not like the little plastic floor hockey pucks. I mean these things you ever hold a real hockey puck in your hand? No. Dude, they're like solid rubber and probably weigh about Two pounds. So how did they do it back in the day without masks? Those were men, my <laughs> friend. Those were men. It's 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 crazy. So the Hawks are going to what's that? What's that line? Uh, I'm looking it up now. So the Hawks are going to at Anaheim uh, Saturday night, big game, game seven. They got to bring it, man. I mean, they've gone. When was the last time they had a cup? Two, 2012, 13. Uh, 13, yeah. Yeah, 13. Man, if they can get another one. 
That's three, three for the team. Yeah, that's three, three in the last what? It'll be five years. Five years. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you're talking. You're talking dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, when you get to three, you're talking dynasty. Two, eh, three. Well, all right. So two Stanley Cups and three. Um, is it three or four it's three. conference championships? I think yeah, three. But you, we're, we're t- championship wise, though, if you're talking dynasty, if they can get one more this year, man. Oh, yeah. They'll have this. I mean, they have the town already wrapped around their fingers, but it is, it's still a Bears town. But the Hawks are just the Hawks are the Hawks. I mean, if, I, you think that, Dude, so six, you, what do you six, think? Six years ago, they were getting thirty five hundred people through the turnstiles. So you think they're going to get it done or no? I think so. I think we I still think, have that bet. You said they're going to win the championship for yeah, pizza. Yeah, pizza at Joe's on yeah, Higgins.com. Absolutely. Um, powered by Joe's, and we're not at Joe's today. We're actually uh, chilling. We're chilling. We're chilling today, and. Uh, it's nice. It's uh, not as nice as Joe's. No. You know, I don't have pizza. I know that. I, no. I could order it. Yeah, you could. <laughs> I could order it online. Yeah, you should have. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, let's get that line. Have you looked that up yet? I want to see what the I'm line get, is. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Ice hockey. What do we got? Uh, I'm thinking off the top of my head. Should we bet on what the line is? Anaheim is probably minus 150. Well... Let's see. I'm th- if I had if, if I had to think, I would say Anaheim. Oh wow! This must be all follow. This must be all money talking right here. What is because right now uh, Anaheim? Yeah. At home is minus one thirty-five. That's on, not bad. On the money line, yeah, no. But if you take the uh, point, if you take a point and a half, you go plus two thirty. Yeah, they're, they're, no, so they'll be minus one and a half goals. Yeah. So they'll be plus 130. Yeah. Wow. What would you plus do? Plus 230. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. So what would you... Uh, Hockey's tough, dude. I don't, I don't know how to bet hockey. I, I don't know I don't know a lot of guys that do um, because... Moneyline right now, 78% is on the Blackhawks Yeah. in Vegas. So eight out of every 10 person that's bet right now... Looking at pregame, there's been over a thousand bets. Seventy-eight percent are on the Hawks. Twenty-two percent. Because nobody in Anaheim watches hockey. Nobody in Anaheim cares about hockey. No. So one thirty-five, one thirty-five. The line hasn't really budged. God, you're gonna go Chicago. That's a lot of people on the money line. I'm from Chicago. I think Anaheim gets it done, dude. Really? At home? I don't know, man. Aren't they, are, they're tough, right? They're tough. Actually, actually, yesterday was the first time they've been beaten in uh, regulation in the playoffs, I believe. Yeah? Yeah. Everything else was uh, in overtime. I. They're tough, but they just took a beating, a beating, a 5-2 beating on the road, game six, when they could have clinched it. Yeah. A beating. No, I know. And they woke the Hawks up. Yeah. That's dangerous. This is a team that's been there twice. I know. The game's going to be awesome. It's going to be it's dangerous. It's a dangerous game. If you're Anaheim, you're you're probably not as confident as Crawford's Crawford's feeling good right now as a goalie. That's huge. Any other team you're going against, if you're Anaheim, you you're probably feeling Don't you worry about good. the defensemen though? How tired they are with the Hawks? Keith and these guys are, dude. He, I think I saw today. He was, he had twenty-seven minutes. Yeah, on the ice, he was ready to play game he is seven. Fucking gas, though. He was ready. To, he said he was ready to play game game seven right after this. He's game on painkillers or something, dude. <laughs> these guys are not human. I mean, no you know, hockey. I know hockey's fuck. Those guys are the toughest. I think they're tougher than football guys. But I think you right. have to because you're doing it on skates. So. Yeah, it's that dude. Those hockey's. The, those guys, what they do on skates, getting hit, they're it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's a uh, great sport. I think uh, if great great playoffs too. How about it? two game seven? There's nothing better than Rangers Rangers Lightning. Two game seven. Yeah, that's Friday Saturday night. That's crazy. That's good for the game. Yeah. I think you know and good good exposure. But I, we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see Saturday night, right, big dog. Yeah. What do you got planned? You guys going to get all crunked up? No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've got a pretty nice little Saturday plan. We're going to go to Home Depot. 
right? Oh yeah, a little Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some get some stuff for the house. No, you could. Congrats you could. on the house, Big D Ashley. House is amazing. <laughs> Thanks. It's a great house. There's enough room to do a podcast in at least. Yeah, so. maybe I'll throw out the address. Get everybody over here. Yeah. Throw a big bash. Yeah. yeah. Great backyard. <laughs> yeah, we'll just kick in. Just tweet it out. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm gonna tweet out everything tonight. <laughs> um. So we're gonna get into some. Uh, let's get into some more NBA. Some uh, Bulls talk with our guy, our NBA NCAA expert, Sammy Maniscalco. Sam, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Can you hear us today? Yeah, you good? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, can you hear us? Yeah, how we doing? Good, man, <laughs> right, good. Hey, hey, so, hey, go hey, ahead. hey, go ahead, ask him what you want to ask him. <laughs> hey, uh, did you check out the last show? Well, how do you, how do you, yeah, how do you think how do you think he came out? <laughs> hey, I can't hear you. The last show, did you? Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I got you. All right, the last show. Did you? Uh, did how do you think you came out on the last show? Do you think you did okay on the last show that we did a couple weeks ago? Do you remember even talking? I don't. What were we talking about? Or we or forgot? We were talking. Yes. We were talking some NBA and and no, dude. What happened was what happened was. Our our phones were so fucked up that night. Remember, you kept calling in and out, and you couldn't hear us. Oh yeah, 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 I do. Dude, we had to cut you off of the of the podcast. We had to cut it because nobody could hear you. All they heard was us going, uh huh, uh huh. Dude, we were we were, at, we were talking, we were asking you questions, and all you could hear, and we're like, it was just dead silent. It was oh, wow. it was awesome though, Sammy. It was cool as hell. All right, man, how's things going? How you been? Good. Yeah. Congrats on the newborn. Yeah, dude. Crazy. Kaya Jordan. I had to do the middle name for Jordan. Awesome. Yeah, I had to give I just had to give it. I was gonna do LBJ. What'd you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's your it's your guy. All right, let's get into this right now, right here. Watch the press conference, Sammy. I watched it live. Uh Gar since I'm home for a little paternity leave. Um and I saw Everything like from the statement to what Gar and Pack said, and trust issues, man. I heard they're saying big time trust. They they just couldn't they couldn't trust him anymore. What's your feeling on the situation? And did you think it was the right move? And wait, before you answer, I have to remind everybody that Sammy's been talking about Tibbs being gone for a while since we started the show. Yeah. So good call again. Yeah, good call on that. So what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think like like you just said, I, you know, I think the writing the papers were signed in November, or December when this stuff you know started to come up, um, and I think it's uh, your first question: what's my overall thought on it? Um, I think it's kind of you know not so great the way it went down, the way the Bulls handled it from a from a standpoint of, of throughout the year, all the mumblings, um, and then obviously that wasn't big on their statement they made. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I do think it was the right move for the Bulls going forward. Uh, Tibbs is a great coach. Um, he took that team from A to B, um, just couldn't fit into the promised land, which is winning a championship. And um, I think in that profession, you know, you get stale. Have it at the college level and have it at the NBA level. You know, if you got guys that are, are buying into your system for the first three and four years um, and you're not getting the end result that they want, which is obviously a championship, um, I think you start to lose your voice a little bit and guys start to tone you out. Um, and, and I think that's what happened this year. I think you had guys that um, weren't really buying into what he was preaching for the last few years. Um, it was evident this year at show on the court there was a disconnect. Um, and obviously the whole stuff, you know, whole riff with management. I think Tibbs is a hard, hard-headed kind of guy as far as, you know, it's his way or the highway, and that includes with management. If management, you know, wants to try to micromanage what he does on the basketball court, which is his job and what they hired him for, um, you know, I think he's kind of going to take offense to that, and he's not going to budge. Um, and that's just who he is as a person and who he is as a coach. Um, and I think he just got so bad that, um, especially with them losing again in the only Eastern Conference semis, um, I think that was it. But I did see some of the tidbits and some of the comments. Um, I thought the press conference was good. I thought they were honest. Um, you know, I don't like the whole fact that they, they, they're leaking a bunch of inside information uh, about what went on. Yeah. But I, I did see this coming for a while, um, and it, there was no doubt about it that, that guys were uh, guys were sick of tits and guys 
they played for him, but they didn't play for him. I mean, they played to play for him because they had to, but um, I know for a fact there's guys that, that do not want to play for him moving forward. Yeah, so there was um, there's some rumblings now. I think that, that you might be alluding to like some of the guys were angry that Tony Snell wasn't getting a lot of playing time. Um, do do you think that was evident in the series against Cleveland? Do you think they quit on him, or do you think that was just they were in over their heads? No, they weren't over their heads. I mean, I don't think they quit on them. Um, I, the Bulls, they didn't have a, they weren't good enough this year. They weren't going to win a championship. Could they have snuffed like a hobbled Cleveland? I think so. Um, but listen, man, you know, you, you ran into the best player in the world right now, arguably in his prime. You know, that's, that's uh, not exactly, uh, you know, an easy thing to do to pass a guy like that. Um, so, you know, Patrick came out and said that if, you know, they won a championship this year, you know, things would be different, which, He'd be hard to fire guys, you know, if they you could win a championship. Um, so that's why I said earlier on, I think it was championship or bust for kids, and I think he knew that too. Um, but you know, all the rips of the players, you don't have your your top players buying in, especially when they said they had these exit meetings and guys, you know, spoke up and said that they didn't want to be around him anymore. Um, in a sense, I think that's just kind of when you got to cut the cord and start fresh. So I think it was the right move by the Bulls, whether handled right. I don't think so. I, I think a lot of the times, you know, things like this aren't handled right. Um, I think the higher order is better, but you know, we don't really know what goes on between you know kids and management for the last five years and players and the politics involved in there. So, uh, but I do think it was the right move by the Bulls. Absolutely. Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy, uh, on his telecast, rips the Bulls a lot. Uh, do you think him coming out and being almost like a voice for Thibodeau hurt? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Does Tibbs tell him to say what he says? Probably not. Um, but he probably doesn't tell him not to. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, Tibbs was on Van Gundy's staff. You know, he's part of that tree. When when Van Gundy was in Houston, Tibbs was an assistant there. So that's his guy. You know, he's going to stick up for his guy. And when he's got a national um, avenue and platform to do it with everybody watching, he's for sure going to do it. You know, he doesn't like the fact that you know the Bulls organization it goes after Tibbs and there's a rift there. So um, you know, he's understandably going to stick up for his guy. You know, there's there's a coaching fraternity, there's a player's fraternity. Um, you know, that's kind of how it works in the NBA. So, um, I, I don't know if Tibbs went, hey, you know, if you got some time, mention some stuff about the situation. I, I, I would highly doubt that would happen. But um, I don't think Jeff Van Gundy would do that unless he knew Tibbs would be okay with it, put it that way. Very good. Again, again we're with uh, Sam Maniscalco, at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. Uh, great follow. As a matter of fact, uh, I, I saw here, looking through your feed a little bit earlier today, you mentioned that Hoiberg would be a good hire for the Bulls. Um, do you want to elaborate on that? Is it is it because of the, there's lack of other options, or do you think it, he might really be a good fit? I think it's both. Um, you know, I, I think you know guys are talking Elton Gentry and Scott Brooks. Um, Gentry, I don't think would be a good hire personally. I mean, he's proven that he can't win in the NBA. Um, you know. And by can't win, I mean, he hasn't won a championship. You know what I mean? He hasn't done anything. So I don't know why you'd want to get a coach that's, that that hasn't proven, you know, that he can win. Um, the other guy, Scott Brooks, I think is a, is a backup option to Hoiberg because um, I think he's young. I think he's, you know, a guy that's kind of fresh, still got some freshness in him and um, creativity and, and probably wants to prove that he belongs in the NBA. Um, but the other side of it is he couldn't win with, with Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, and, you know, those guys, that roster he had there. So yeah. um, how's he getting with the Bulls roster now? Yeah. Hoiberg, I think, is a good fit because, one, he's never been a head coach before in the NBA, and, and, I, and I'm looking at that as a positive. I mean, he's fresh, he's hungry, um, he's got NBA experience as a, as a, as in front office, he's got NBA experience as a player, he knows the league, he knows players. Um, I think he's a player's coach. I think it's evident that Iowa State is that way. Is that going to translate over into the NBA? I don't know. But I think you you rather take a chance on a guy like that with that much upside and potential and freshness and um, hunger and, and kind of want to be than guys, two guys that have proven they've already coached in the NBA with some pretty good players and they haven't won. That's just my personal opinion on the situation. I'm not a Bulls fan. There's no bias in this by any means. Just looking at it from a basketball standpoint, I think Horford would be a good option to to, to go go with. So we're going to get to the finals in a second. One more coaching question. Thibodeau, where does he land, and does he land somewhere this year? You know, I don't know if he lands somewhere this year. He's going to land somewhere, though. Um, 
I, I would be very surprised if he's not coaching next year. I, w- I mean, does he, the, he say the Pelicans thing came out early, and then you hear some stuff about you know they're trying to wait a little bit because they don't think they want they don't want him to quote unquote ruin Anthony Davis, um, which says a lot about Tibbs right there. But I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up in in L.A. with the Lakers. To be honest with you. Um, what about Cleveland? Yeah, you know, I heard a little rumblings of that, too. I, I don't think so. I don't think he could coach LeBron, to be honest with you. Um, you know, I think he would struggle with a superstar or megastar of that kind of caliber, that kind of, you know, I mean, LeBron basically runs the organization in Cleveland. How's Thibodeau, a hard-headed guy who demands guys to play, you know, 110%, 82 games a season, how's he going to do with a guy like LeBron who wants to take two weeks off? You know what I mean? It's just... That those two don't coincide. I think he'd be good for their defense and yada yada yada. You don't really have to have a lot of offense when you got LeBron, but at the same time, personalities there, I don't think they match up well. So, um, and, then, and then you think of Kobe too. You know, can he coach Kobe? But Kobe's probably only got one year left. So who knows? E- either way, he's a great coach. He's a great defensive mind, um, and, and teams are going to be lined up to get him because he can take a team from A to B. And who knows? He's got the right roster. Maybe he's learned something. From his experiences, he can potentially win a championship, but it's not like he's going to struggle to find a job, put it that way. He'll be somewhere. I think, though, Sam, that was one of his biggest issues, not learning, like not uh, reading not into and yeah, not to his mis- yeah, and- mistakes. Like, yeah, everybody makes a mistake, but I think he was just so hard-headed that he didn't want to admit to doing something different, you know? Yeah, you know, I, I think he was he, – he's a – Above average, he's an exceptional defensive mind, defensive coach. I mean, his teams defensively are always, you know, the proof is in the pudding. When he was with Boston, they were unbelievable defensively, and he ran a defense. But both the last five years, besides this year, have been top ten in defense. Um, so so that, that speaks for itself. I think offensively, he's below average. Now, you got to have the players, yes, but comes a point in time where, I mean, he had three all-stars this year, um, and they were below average offensively. So... Um, that's that's what people question. The other thing that people question is, you know, he, does he grind his players too hard? Yeah, he's a different league. Like I mentioned before, you know, guys like Jimmy Butler, now he did it because that's his mentality, but do you want to go out there 82 games to play 41 minutes? You had the league in minutes the last two years. Or does he want to take that beating on his body where come the Eastern Conference semis, Eastern Conference finals, he's in a game three or game four, he can't move. You know, does he want to do that? And the other thing you hear about is, is, you know, these guys go in the practice facility and trying to get some shots up or whatnot, and, um, you know, he's there, and he wants to put a good workout, et cetera, et cetera. So those are all things that players, you know, don't necessarily, some want, some do, you know. It's a long NBA season. He's known to grind his players. He's known to wear his players out. Take that for what it's worth. Some people believe in it, some people don't. It's just the nature of the NBA now, and that kind of style I don't think fits this age of players in a sense. Gotcha. All right. So Cleveland just smoked Atlanta 4-0. They're playing out of their minds right now. Curry and the boys just went 4-1 on Houston. Uh, Watching Cleveland, man, Shumpert and JR are taking an extra step up. How do you see that that team is clicking right now? Uh, Yeah, there's... Go ahead. Go ahead. They're just just clicking. They are. I mean, I I would agree with you. I think... If you were to ask me a week ago, you know, first of all, I had no idea who was going to win. It's so hard to pick this one because, you know, you, you want to say the Warriors are the heavy, significant favorite. Then you look on the other side and what you just said. First of all, they got LeBron. They got the best player in the world. So, obviously, that's going to give you a good chance to win. Then, you know, you mentioned Shumpert. You mentioned J.R. You mentioned, mentioned Tristan Thompson. These guys are playing at a level that's superior to, to their, their what you thought you'd get out of them. You know what I mean? Um they're clicking right now. Cavs are on a roll. Um, you know, you, you you want to say the Warriors are the significant favorite, but if I if I was a betting man, I, I'd bet the Cavs just because they got the best player in the world, and like you said, those role players are playing with some confidence right now. So, um, and the other thing you got to think about too is, is nobody on the Warriors has any Finals experience, and LeBron's been the sixth now. This will be his sixth. Isn't that amazing? Um, <laughs> that means something. Yeah. You know. I mean, it, it, it means something, I think, that he's got this kind of experience. Um, the other guys don't, but Mike Miller's been to a few finals. James Jones has been to a few finals. Perkins has been to a few finals. You know, that, that stuff, that matters in the locker room, you know? That stuff, 
Um, I know those three guys, or Miller and, and Perkins, aren't on the court, but I think that matters. So it's tough to pick, really it is, because Golden State scored so well. Um, but I think the really the X factor comes down to Kyrie Irving. You know, if Kyrie Irving's 90% or, you know, healthier, um, I, I think the Cavs have a good shot at winning. If he's not, then they're really going to have a tough time because he provides a scoring punch that you need um, to win an NBA championship. You know, LeBron can go get 40 or 45, but it would help if Kyrie goes against 25, too. You know what I mean? So, um, really, really tough pick, but you, you want to almost, to be safe, side with the best player in the world, but I can really see it going either way, to be honest with you. Yeah, looking at it, um, you know, he, he's averaging 30 points a game the last series, 26 against the Bulls, 27 against Boston. I mean, he's... He he averaged twenty five points a game in the season, so it's, he's obviously stepping up. Uh, LeBron James, how does how does Golden State stop him or contain him? They don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, and that's the truth. I mean, that's the truth. You know, he the Atlanta series was. I mean, that was thirty two ten and thirty two eleven and ten or something. He averaged, which is obviously absurd. Um, in Atlanta, I don't think is obviously near the level that Golden State is. Here's the thing, though: he averaged thirty two ten and ten, and he didn't even. I mean, his jumper was broke. His jumper broke all postseason. If he finds a way to get his jumper going, I think it might be a wrap. Um, you know, I, I, he like I said, he's going to get his. LeBron's going to get his thirty thirty five. That's just that's just who he is. That's what you just got to make him work for it. It's the other guys. Is it Jr. Is Jr. going to go four for seven from three? Or is he going to go one for seven? Is Jumper going to give you fifteen and six rebounds? You know, is Tristan Thompson going to get you double double? You know, if Kyrie's healthy, is he going to get you 22 or is he going to get you 12? You know, that, that's that's the stuff that I think matters more. So LeBron's LeBron. You know, his history shows the last 10 years he's been in the playoffs, he averages whatever, 30, you know, 9 and 7, whatever his averages are. He's going to get that. You know, they're not going to, Golden State's away, they're not going to stop him. Um, but, but, but I bet you that Golden State's game plan coming in is going to be, you know what, try to contain LeBron as much as you can, but do not let the role players beat you. That's what I think. That's what I would do. Sammy, Sammy, right? Hey, I was at the game uh, when Rose hit that shot, uh, game three, and I've watched LeBron now the whole time. All right, you just said exactly what I told Matt. You know Agneroni, Matt. I told him we were sitting there, Mm -hmm. and I was like, dude, you have to just, like how the Spurs played him. I, I just don't get it. Barkley said the same thing on the telecast. Don't let other guys beat you. Let LeBron score his thirty-five to forty like the Spurs did, and just let and stay on Jr. and stay on Iman or uh, Iman Shumpert. Just stay on him. And it, is that the way to beat him? It's that's the way I look at it, Sammy. I mean, we know basketball. Yeah. It, that's the only way you can do it, right? I, I think that's the best game plan. Um, it's hard though to do it. I know. Line. Yeah. Well, exactly. A lot of, it's one thing coming up with the game plan. It's another thing executing it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's not LeBron. These guys, J.R., Chumper, they're not dumb. They're not, you know, dumb players. LeBron, obviously, is a basketball genius, so he's going to find a way around it. The thing with the Spurs is I think they had three things working for them. One, like you said, the game plan, Greg Popovich. He's obviously one of the greatest coaches of all time, so he presented an unbelievable game plan. Two, you had a primary defender that's guarded LeBron the best I've ever seen in Mary Garden in his 11 or 12 years in the league. Kawhi Leonard. Yep. And three, you had three Hall of Famers surrounding him. Yeah. Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili. Yeah. Those guys have five, four, now five championships. Tony Parker four, Ginobili four. You know that that's that's a little bit different. You know, you're comparing apples and oranges. Meaning you're you're comparing the Spurs who have five championships versus the Golden State Warriors who was who yeah. both. Most a bunch of players have never been in a championship. I know you're not comparing them. I'm just saying in general. I'm not talking about you. Yep. yep. In general, that's. That's the difference there, you know what I mean? I do agree, though, that's the game plan. Yes, you want to shut down all those role players, and you want to, you know, turn LeBron into the guy that has to score 40 or 45 because I don't think that's his nature. Can he do it when he wants? Yeah, but I think he'd rather, you know, have 28, 12 assists, and 10 rebounds. I think he'd rather get his teammates involved. That's his, that's his personality. That's his nature. So it's one thing talking about it and putting it together. It's another thing doing it. That's where I think the greatness lies in of that guy. Totally, so People want yeah. to say... You know, he, he does this, he scores all these points, you know, he's all these assists. That's, that's not where his greatness lies. Yeah, it is. His greatness, is his excellence lies in completely disrupting your game plan. You know what I mean? Yeah. His greatness yeah. is adjusting throughout a game. That's what Brad Stevens said about him. He was, on, he was on the radio, Mike and Mike, you know, a few weeks ago talking about LeBron, and he said, listen, he's the best I've ever seen at adjusting in a game. 
he's like a coach. I mean, you throw two or three looks at him in certain possessions, he adjusts to those looks and kind of redoes his, his, his thinking and his, his game plan of how he does it, just on the fly like that. Not game to game, it's possession to possession. And that's what people don't realize of how good he is in that sense. I mean, all the greats have been like that. Magic was the same way, I'm sure. Jordan, those guys are the same way. Kobe, they adjust to what you throw at them. They, they adjust to it immediately, and they, they go a different way, and they, they find a way to get through whatever you're throwing at them, if that makes sense. Totally makes sense. And I, I just, there was a play, and I forgot what game it was. I think it was against the Hawks. And LeBron was just sitting out there dancing on the left-hand side. Damari Carroll was guarding him. And he wasn't, he was just, you know, he was going to pull up. There was like six seconds on the shot clock or five seconds on the shot clock. And I know it's hard. He's got NBA players. I'm just watching the game. I don't have the skill level they do. But like someone came over and like helped. And, and there's Della Vadova sitting in the corner. It's like, dude, LeBron's just going to shoot a, a, a two. He's dancing out there from 24 feet. Why are you coming up to help a little bit? And he, sh- he kicks it to Della Vadova. Della Vadova hits a three. It's like, guys, I mean, I. I, that's just my thinking, Sam. I'm like, come on, like, just let him. I would agree. I mean, you want LeBron? If LeBron's taking contested 18 foot jump shots, you've done your job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Play so, the percentages. You're probably. I mean, when he's in the paint, he's shooting like 60 percent clip from the paint. Yeah, you I know. know. I know. He's, he's shooting 20 percent from 18 feet and out, or whatever it is. You know. Yeah, he's so, when he gets to the rack. He's, yeah. Twos, let him shoot. Yeah, totally, man. He's 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 awesome. He's 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 legit. So we're Chalks and Dogs. You're listening to at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter, Sam Maniscalco, former Illinois and Bradley basketball player. Hey, Sam, I'm going to get you out on this one real quick. I know you don't gamble. Looking at the first game, though, Cleveland's catching five. You think they can steal one at Golden State? I sure do, yeah. First game? Yeah, I think they, they, they're the mindset that, hey, we got to get one of these first two. And, you know, I, it's the thing – I think LeBron's going to have a chip on his shoulder, one, because, you know, he's taking his Cleveland team, you know, he, he looks like a superhero now because everybody's talking about, you know, this Cleveland team, he took this team in the finals, whatever. But I also think there's going to be a little extra incentive that Seth Curry's MVP this year, and he wasn't, which Seth Curry 100% deserved it. But these guys find that extra motivation, you know what I mean? Don't think that's not going to be on his mind to prove, listen, all right, who's the real MVP in the league? I know. Yep. The whole series. Just, yep. just don't, don't think that that's not going to be on his mind. But yeah, I think I. I mean, I think if he comes out, those guys come out like a bat out of hell. I, I could definitely see the Cavs winning. All right, so you we're not letting you go though. This is last. Who you got? Cavs or Golden State? Just you got to pick one. This is the big podcast. Cavs or Bulls? And, I mean, Cavs or Warriors in the series? Yeah, you got to pick it. We're not letting you go without yeah, it. With, with healthy, with healthy Kyrie. Yes. Cavs and six. Cavs and six. He yeah. he did. He gave us Wisconsin. Right. He was on Tibbs. Yep. He's the man. There's nobody better. Hey, Sam, thanks again for coming on. Hopefully everybody can hear you today. No, I'm just kidding. Everybody's going to be able to hear you today. Loud and clear, brother. Thanks for coming on, Sam. We appreciate it, man. Have a good night. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. He's got calves and six. Yep. So we're just chilling. We're we're ready to rock and roll. So let's let's go to our – let's welcome in Timmy Doyle. Tim, (laughs) what's up, dude? E, congratulations. The new members to your family. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Hey, (laughs) Kay. Uh, Friday, Kaya Jordan Shoniker. What do you think of Kaya Jordan? You like it? Yeah, love it. What are you kidding me? As long as you got a healthy baby, I, I got seven months old. Maybe we can be family one day. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, hopefully, you know, uh, <laughs> our kids will be playing on the same AAU team or something. <laughs> Um, th- thanks for coming on, Tim. Let's just get right to it then. I know you're hurting for time. You can catch at Tim and Doyle. Oh, there's my baby crying though. That was a little sned bit. Um, catch Tim Doyle at 120 Sports at Tim Doyle 00 on Twitter. Dude, Tibbs. All right. So I watched the press conference. I'm sure you did. Trust issues. Yeah. Trust issues. Trust issues. Trust issues. Something was going crazy in there. What'd you think? You know, it just seems like, you know, guard tax had one idea, and obviously Tibbs had another. And, you know, when you look back on you know, Tony Snell, Douglas Thurman, Jimmy Butler, you know, he just has a tough time trusting young guys, you know. And then finally he, got, he gives Jimmy Butler a chance to play, and, and look what he ends up doing. He ends up being an all-star and going on and on. So, you know, the organization was like, hey, coach, you need to start playing these young guys. You can't keep playing Joaquin Noah, Paul Gasol, 38, 40 minutes a night. And 
you know, the sexy thing right now in the NBA is to kind of follow the Spurs model, which I think is a great model. It's a smart model. To play guys 28, 32 minutes a night. But one thing I do respect about Tom Thibodeau, every time he steps on the floor, he's trying to win. So he's trying to put guys out there that he trusts and that he feels that could win that game that night. Yeah, I think he has a tough time thinking long-term, big picture. And I think that's ultimately what cost him the show. Not to switch gears on you, but do you think the Hawks are happy or upset that the Bulls come in and uh, steal their thunder the day after a big Game 6 victory? Uh, you want to know something? If you ever looked at Twitter followers for the Chicago athletes, I mean, Derrick Rose is so far ahead of guys like Kane and Taze that <laughs> it's, you know, it's, yeah. still, it's still a Bulls town in that matter. And even though the Hawks have had great successes of late, and I, I love hockey, I'm a big hockey fan, I think the playoffs have been awesome. You know, I think the Bulls captivate a larger audience here in the city. So I think more people care about the Bulls than the Hawks, even though the Hawks are a hot topic right now. Overall, I think the Bulls still have the city. After all, it's the Bears city. We all know that. Of course. But after that, I think people follow the Bulls very, very closely. Oh, yeah. All right. So I know we, like we said, we'll, let's, get, let's get a couple questions in. Hawks, uh, do they win on Saturday night? Great question. You know, I, I just found out, I was just having a meeting that the, the team that has scored first, in every game, and that's including the regular season, has won. So the playoffs and regular season, whoever has scored first has won that respective game. So I think the first goal is obviously going to be an enormous key. I think they figured out Frederick Anderson, and I think they figured him out in game number five when they got those two late kind of BS goals to tie that game up and send it into overtime. And I think it carried over into game six and absolutely routed the Ducks. Right there in that kid's head, he's a young kid. He hasn't played a lot of games. Blackhawks have been there before, and you know the Ducks. Last yep. two seasons, they've dropped game six, followed by dropping game seven at home. So it's deja vu all over again for the Ducks. I'm sure they got that in the back of their mind. I'm rooting for the Blackhawks. I'm going to pick them as well. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Um, all right. So let's get to the finals, Golden State and Cleveland. What do you see coming out of this? Hey, real quick, uh, Timmy. You played at a higher level than I have. Uh, I've had this discussion with a lot of people. Watching Cleveland play, wouldn't you do this? I mean, I would, wouldn't would you play LeBron to score 40 and not let the other guys beat you with Iman and, and JR? I know it's harder to do. We've talked about this with other guests. But almost like the Spurs did with LeBron and, j and just almost let him try to score 40 and not let the other guys have 20, 25, or 30. Yeah, that, that, that's a good point. But then, you know, at, at night, you want to lay down in your bed and go, yeah, we lost that game. LeBron killed us. Or <laughs> do you, would you rather go, um, you know, J.R. Smith made a bunch of jump shots. Or, you know, I, I understand your philosophy, and it makes perfect sense. You know, obviously the Hawks have a tough time staying in front of him. And he's just so smart that if you double him or if he beats you and there's help, he just makes the right basketball play. So, you know, I think there becomes a moment there where, yeah, if he's got 40 in the third quarter, I think guys start, you know, going, oh, I'll, I'll come over and help you a weak side. And when they come over, he just makes you pay. Now, the difference is against the Hawks, those guys make those, ju those jump shots, whether it be James Jones or J.R. Smith or Della Vadova. Those guys made those shots, you know. So, as a coach, do you want those guys beating you or do you want LeBron beating you consistently? Because – Reality is nobody can stay in front of the guy. Um, I, I think it's going to be a great series. I think that Cleveland's playing the best basketball they've been playing all season long. They're guarding extremely well, and I think the Grizzlies kind of laid out that blueprint to how to guard the Warriors. Now, easier said than done. You got to really chase Curry and Thompson off the three. I mean, you got to just you got to chase every screen. You got to double them right at that screen, right, right at the top of the key, and you just make them drive. You know, you make them take twos. Instead of threes, because when those guys get in a rhythm from deep, man, they're fun to watch and tough to contain. Who you got winning that series? You know, I just looked at the line in Vegas. They had Warriors at minus 240. Yeah. Who you got? Comeback is uh, Cavs are like plus 200. I mean, I, I, you know, Warriors are 39 and 2 at home this year. So it's hard to see them losing a game. I just think that Shumpert and J.R. Smith, those guys have really bought in. You know, LeBron has done a great job of having these guys who were honestly misfits. I mean, jokes on the Knicks 
And that just shows, I watched a few videos on LeBron, and you can he's mic'd up. He's encouraging these guys. He's helping them out. And they've all bought in because he's won titles. He's the MVP. They all respect him so much that everyone's out there really hot and really guarding. I, I, I'm not sure. The Warriors are kind of banged up. I think they're going to benefit from this layoff. I, with, the, with the odds, I would probably say Cleveland. I just hope this has been a good series, guys. The NBA playoffs have been awful. The NBA terrible. has been absolute dog duty. I mean, the games have been terrible. Besides <laughs> the Clippers and the series that they've played, the rest of the games, I'd rather watch hockey. I really would. Yeah, that's Dave's, that's Dave's sport. No, I, I can't go that far. I'm not going to say it's my sport, but I've definitely been more into the NHL playoffs than, than basketball. Although that Bulls-Cleveland series was good, even though that last game was a real dud. Yeah, it was, good, it was a good series. <laughs> but um, it was an awesome series. So let's let's get to the, the, the first game. We're talking to at Tim Doyle, double zero on Twitter. Timmy, who catching five, Cleveland, first game, who you like? You know, I, 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 I would take Cleveland. I, I think the Cavaliers are, are, are just guarding extremely well. I think it's going to be low-scoring games. Because when you watch the Cavs, they don't get up and down. So they're going to try to slow down, maybe play a, a little bit fewer possessions. Golden State obviously wants to go up and down. They're going to try to grind Golden State out. And when you look at the Warriors, you know, they're a jump-shooting team. So they're going to end up shooting a lot of jump shots. And they don't have that guy they could, they could just throw the ball to down low. And that guy can just go get you a tough basket. So, I mean, it's hard to predict in a week, you know, how Clay Thompson is going to come around. Obviously, he can banged up a little bit. At full strength, I think it's going to be a great series. Um, I think it's a really hard one to handicap. But I thought the Rockets, uh, to my surprise, played Golden State pretty tough at home. So I would take the points in the Cavaliers. All right. Well, let's get you out of this one. I know you're you, – you, you've been hooping at all? No, man, I'm getting fat. You, you see me? I used to have game. Now, kid, working every night. I go back on air 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Central time on 120 Sports. So what do you I do? Got, I got bills to pay. My jump shot is no longer, well, it was never any good, but now it's really bad. Well, let's let's plug the show. So yeah. we're uh, 120 Sports. How can we it's catch that out? It's an app, right? Talk about it. Yeah, download the app. You can uh, download it. Just go to uh, at 120 Sports on Twitter. You can download the app there. It's a free app. We have all the rights to... All the sports, we do a, a fantasy half hour uh, between 5.30 and 6 Central to set your lineups every night. We do a lot of heavy gambling stuff. we got live looking, so if there's something that you want to see, we're able to go to those games live with the rights that we have. So it's a really cool concept. I think it's only catching on and on as people are sick and tired of paying their cable bill, whether it be 200 a month. you got chance to catch up with all the rights, all these scores talking about what's going on now. So... It's something that I think is going to really take off in the next coming future. That's awesome, Tammy. Uh, you know what I love, though, is uh, when you post the videos with Antoine Walker. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, Walker called, when Walker called Pierce a shot. That was awesome. All right, Timmy. Yeah, th- Antoine. Thanks, guys. I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, at Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my life. That's, that's, that's gonna, my life. That's uh. That's gonna be you. That's my life. That's Kaya. <laughs> that's gonna be you Saturday While night. While Caden's headbutting me. That's like, gonna, that's, like just banging stuff off the wall. Kaya's crying. You're gonna be. You're gonna be watching the game Saturday night, game seven. Yeah, I'm gonna and hear you're this. gonna be like. You're gonna be like, hey, the Hawks scored. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, you're on diaper duty. Daddy's throwing a big whipper in. <laughs> Give me a dip. Oh, you gotta have fun with it. You gotta have fun with it. It is, it is awesome. Congratulations. I don't even think Thanks, I, dude. I don't think I said congratulations on the show yet. It's awesome. Beautiful baby girl. Uh, Healthy. That's be, all that matters. It's, it's, but dude, look, we're at your casa right now, hanging, yeah. dude. This is nice. It's all fun, man. It's a lot of work. This is what we work for, right? This is what we do. The yeah, show, the show, man. <laughs> we get paid maternity leaves, paternity leaves. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah, dude. Two guys took Cleveland first yeah, game. That's huge. Uh, Cleveland, as of right now, is getting five. Um, what do you like? I, I'll take just off the bat. I'll take Cleveland and the points. I. I, it's hard to bet against LeBron. I mean, 
I know, catching five, it's a lot in NBA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now they're on the road, but... They can win on the road. I mean, when you have LeBron... Dude, I can't stand him, though. I hate him. I hate him. He I does do the, not like he him. He does the stupidest stuff on the floor. He's just an asshole. That's what it boils down to. He just comes off as an asshole. I love how, like... I went off on Twitter. I don't know if everybody's seen that. Like one time, I tweeted like four things out. At Chalks and Dogs on Twitter. At Chalks and Dogs. Catch us. Go to iTunes. Subscribe. It's free. And I was just saying how Jordan had to go through like mourning and Ewing. Uh, and anytime you bring Isaiah up Isaiah and, and all these guys. And he's going through Jeff Teague. Yeah. yeah. And Al Horford. How about Carl Malone? How about who, Charles who, what Barkley? Center, what center was at all? And Clyde Drexler and... Magic like, Johnson, maybe at the tail end of his career, but dude, he had to go through Thomas Dumars. Imagine what Rick Mahorn, or uh, what's the other guy's name from uh, the Knicks, Anthony Mason would have oh. done if LeBron would have came down the lane, crushed him. It was, he was He's, he, right now he gets grazed by his knee and he fucking uh, flops. And Jordan put on weight because he was getting a beating. He would, they, yeah. that's that was their thing. They would just kick his ass. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, now LeBron's about two inches taller and probably about thirty pounds heavier, but that's I still I I still think you can't compare those two. I'm sorry, you just can't. No, 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 yeah. it's done. Yeah, you can't. No, he Jordan six and zero in the finals. Yeah, LeBron's two and two. He would have been Jordan eight, never though. lost. He yeah. would he would have been eight. Yeah, though. if he didn't gamble on NBA, <laughs> that's what that's what the thing was. Yeah, I heard about that. That's why he went and played base, baseball yeah, because he, he got caught, and they said go move, go away for a couple of years. Yeah, because he was probably betting on himself, fucking winning, fucking <laughs> fucking million dollars a game because he knew he was gonna fucking pound everybody. Yeah, <laughs> he's throwing out himself. Yeah. Yeah, give me a, give me give me a two hundred thousand on the Bulls minus six tonight. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking beat them by ten by myself. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way he is. It's, oh yeah, yeah, love it. Yeah. So what? So what else we got on tap tonight? You want to talk some fucking sacks and some Cubs? What's what's up with Ventura, dude? I don't know. I was hoping. Uh, um, my, we we're gonna have Mike Jacobson on, but obviously it's been a crazy week in sports. And At he's, Jacobson he's, Radio, yeah, and Twitter, yeah. Uh, produces Cap and Haw, yeah. He he had to take a rain check because I mean it's it's a crazy balls out week. Thibodeau. and uh, Hawks. You know you got Hawks, you got Tibbs, uh, you got uh, Ray McDonald. That whole what thing. What the fuck was that? What's wrong with him? I know. I know. Did you hear he got arrested? He went back. Yeah, he got he got arrested again three days later. How dumb? He's dumb. That's just he's, he's dumb. You're dumb. Yeah, dude. you're yeah, dumb. You're an idiot. You get what a are second you doing? chance. <laughs> they like they said to him like just don't you want money he's screwed yeah he's not coming back in the nfl never ray lewis was accused of killing a guy and got a second chance and did quite well with that second yes yeah. he killed the guy too well, allegedly you don't think well, he did it? He was found innocent. <laughs> well, you can't you can't say that. Okay, we don't want to okay. lost it, but we could just say. All right, okay, we could just say that. My opinion. In, in, your, my opinion, opi- in okay. your opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. He killed him. Yeah. Or whoever. He, but it's right. I wasn't I there, know. but he's a big scary guy who could definitely kill somebody <sighs> easily if he wanted to kill somebody. I think he could. <laughs> That's a joke. Yeah, and he's but, a horrible. He probably he. Probably kill somebody with his dance moves because they're horrible. Ray Lewis, yeah. Oh, when he comes out. Oh God! Thank God we're done with that. He used to drive me nuts. Who? Oh, they they were they were loaded though. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that a team was loaded. So uh, the 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 Cubs man, Chris Bryant. Have you seen any of him? No. Uh, I None? know. I know enough any about highlights? this. I know. I know enough about this. He crushed. He crushed the home run. Uh, off his face, like off the jumbo trial. Yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a, he's no, he's he's legit. But he, I think uh, I thought I read somewhere where he likes to, he 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 swings up. Yeah, he likes fly balls. Yeah, and he's like, he's, if, he's, if he hits four fly balls, that's a success. Yeah, because he was, he was, when he grew up, his dad said that there's a percentage where. The more fly balls you hit compared to ground balls, you're gonna be on base more. He, he was grown. He was grown up to. Do you buy into that? Yeah, because I think the more you hit fly balls, you're gonna you're gonna hit gaps. Where if you're gonna hit on the ground, for the most part, you're gonna hit. You're gonna get an out. His dad's way. His dad's theory was, and dude, the guy is legit. 
Dave, he is fuck. He is amazing. Oh yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, Sack's got a can Ventura. I I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if they're setting the what's table. Re, what's Beckham? What's Tyler Tyler Flowers is still the starting catcher. Tyler Flowers f- is garbage. He's garbage. I cannot stand that guy. What's he he's, doing? He's a bum. He is. Well, a I know. Bum. That's what I'm saying. Him. Gordon Beckham, okay, I guess. I don't know. Alexi Ramirez looks like he's 45. Yeah. You know, but he always starts. He does. Out, no, he, but he, does. he looks like he's 45. Like, yeah. no, he's old. Yeah. Like, I just don't get it. Like, they just, they don't, they're not exciting. My, bo- my, bo- yeah. And, and they're barely getting by. We had a uh, great play today. My boy took Sal. Uh, Joey Fano took Sal. Um, it was a innings prop play. Okay. He had to go one more inning more than the pitcher from the Orioles today. <laughs> yeah, so the guy had to go. So it was just a, you had to go. You had to go an inning more. So an inning and a, you had to get one more inning in and out. Right. So right. he went. The guy from the Orioles went six innings. Sale had to go seven and a third. He had a huge lock the other day. He texted me this morning. I didn't take it. Oh really? No, I was like, uh, I don't know. This that looks weird. And then later on for the second game, there was a. Uh, I text him like, "Hey, the Orioles bats are gonna come alive today in the second game because they were they were sale pitched the first game and shut them down. Right. Sale is awesome. Oh, he's, after you face him, then you're gonna face it was a guy coming up for the minors. I don't yeah, know his name. Yeah, garbage. So he took the over four runs for the Orioles. Wow, the hit. Are you serious? The hit again. Yeah, he he had two big plays today. So yeah, man, fucking gambling. Love it. Oh yeah, love it. If I if That's I had to exciting. take the series for the Cavs." The Cavs getting, I don't. Hey, I, I Sammy take, said Cavs in six. I can't. God, someone's telling me they're gonna win though. Too, I was dude. looking at props. Talking I about props. Uh, I want Golden State. I'm gonna take Golden State in seven. Steph Curry's favorite. He's minus two fifty to be the series MVP. Yeah, I say Golden State in seven. Golden State thinking. in seven. Yeah, they don't lose at home in game seven. No, no. So first game though, I'm taking Golden State minus the. F- I'm sorry, I'm gonna take Golden State money line. You you're gonna take him straight. Golden take, State money line. Wow. Wow. No points. I'll lay the chalk. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's like probably, well, five plus five, probably around 200, two something. Yeah? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah. Did you see Pitch Perfect yet, too? No, I didn't see the first one. Come on, dude. <laughs> Put it on. That. I don't want Pitch Perfect. You didn't? No, no. I didn't watch the second one. I know you talked about it last time. Um, you know who I just saw a picture of? Who? Jennifer Addison. Oh, uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. We talked about her already, though. Yeah, I know. There it is. Everybody, it's my movie. <laughs> Love Pitch wait, Perfect. Wait. I don't know. What, I don't. I think I maybe have seen a little bit of this, like the first one, a little bit, but not. I haven't. It's watched hilarious. It yeah. <laughs> you gotta come on, Ash. You and Ash gotta come down to the basement, put down the lights. Little candle. <laughs> Start fucking watching Pitch Perfect 2. Oh my god. Guys, we're powered by Joe's Pizza and the Chalks and Dawes. We're also powered by Score, Scores Club on uh, Forest Preserve Drive and Harwood Heights. Both you can order online. Scores online. Uh, Joe's on Higgins.com. Order a pizza. Go to Scores. Grab a beer. Watch a game. Grab some wings. Just we got a great weekend coming up. Hawks game seven Saturday. And then we just chilling, watching. Hopefully LeBron goes down next uh, week. I think we got audio of you seeing Jennifer Aniston. Do you? Yeah. Didn't is this this is you watching watching Jennifer Aniston on TV? I was probably like. What a weekend. That's awesome. Hang on. Dude. I'm busy. I'm busy. Dude, it's crazy. The poopy diapers and the, just the hitting from my kid. other kid. Caden just throws, talks about ba- basketball with his hands moving. You got Kaya crying. Oh, man. It's crazy. I love it, though. Yeah. It's good crazy. It's a good crazy. what? It's a good crazy. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, it's awesome uh, now. It's awesome now. What's and then up? and then you gotta change the diaper again. Yep. But it's all good, dude. Big it's all good. <laughs> yeah. You gotta from, change from Kaya. you gotta change the boy to you gotta you gotta you gotta 
You got to train him to change diapers. That's what you got to do. Yeah. Or let the dog out. Yeah. How yeah. cool would that be if he could just open up the door and let the dog out? <laughs> no, that'll come. That'll come. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's make our picks. All right. Who you got? I'm going to take... Uh, I'm gonna Who take... you got the Hawks? You got the, you got the Ducks? No. I'm... Oh, you got the Hawks in game seven. I'm going to take the Hawks. Okay. I'll take the Hawks. Who do you have? Seven. Tampa Bay, New York Rangers. Tampa. All right. I'm going to take the Rangers. Yeah? Yeah. Lundquist is playing out of his freaking mind right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Tampa. They should. I think they should. All right. Who you got in game one? You said Golden State or uh, you got Cavs. I'm gonna go Cavs plus five. Plus the five. I'll All take right. The, I'll take LeBron in points anytime. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All right, and then uh, series. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna say Golden State in five. No yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're gonna just. I I don't know, man. And I, and the only reason, I think, I think, uh, I think LeBron's gonna. I think Cleveland's gonna lose the first game, but it'll be within five points. I think Golden State's gonna take it and run. Out of the f- two guys we had on the show today, and you, me being the fourth, I know the least about basketball, so this isn't educated. Don't bet the farm on it. But I just don't think – I think LeBron likes to choke in the finals, so I'm looking forward to watching that happen again. Yeah, I, I, I'm i with you. I think I said I'm taking Golden State. I got the Rangers winning game seven. I got the Ducks winning game seven over the Hawks at home. I know, dude. I'm sorry. He who scores first wins. You heard it here. Yeah, from Timmy Doyle. Wow, That's that was crazy. impressive. Wow. And then I'm going to take uh, Golden State money line first game. They're going to be jacked. I don't know if they'll cover the five. I have, they're going to win. Did you see the story, though, that we'll let you go? We're going to do a – how about wackiest story to ever to end? Uh, did you see Mark Cuban and Warren Buffett hanging out? And no. guess what they did after? No, what did they do? They went to Dairy Queen because Buffett owns a dairy, the, the dairy Queen. I thought uh, – didn't Cuban own Dairy Queen? No. Oh, wow. Read it right now. Cuban, uh, Cuban went to Dairy Queen, which is owned by Buffett. That's crazy. Imagine those two billionaires walking. What do you think they ordered? They had to get a. They had to get a Reese's peanut butter cup blizzard. I think you have to, right? You have to. It's so, the best. So you got two rich guys walking into a Dairy Queen, and you got Mark Cuban and Warren Buffett. What do these guys talk about? Money. Yeah, yeah. The money, money. I think you're right. <laughs> the best. Yeah. All right, man. Great show. Thanks to Timmy Doyle at Tim Doyle double zero on Twitter. Sammy Maniscalco at Sam Maniscalco on Twitter. For Dave, I'm me. Yeah, buddy. Thanks for listening. That's, that's all price I need to know for me. Hey. I'm a little